program, you'll see all the Make Your Day counts that have been archived since we came on the, on the air over a year and a half ago. So they're all there. They're available to you. You can listen to them right there from the webpage. You could also send the link out to others, to your family and friends, so that they're able to then listen um, just through an Internet connection. So they could listen on their phone. They could listen on their computer. You could send it as a text message. You could send it um, through Messenger. You can send it as an email, the link. And anybody with an Internet connection has access to Make Your Day Count. So we want you to share, share, share the broadcasts. We believe that they're truly impacting the lives of people. It's such an honor to meet people from the Make Your Day Count family. Um, sometimes it happens by accident, or well, not by accident, but it's not coordinated by us, <laughs> but it's ordained by God where we'll be in the community and people will realize, oh, aren't you the person from um, Make Your Day Count? And then they say, oh, we love the program. So it's truly an honor to get um, the feedback. And as we go today, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday get into position to transition into the place of being fully convinced and we were talking about the parable of the sower the group of people that jesus was talking to they were a group of go-getters he wasn't talking to the people at the pool of bethesda he wasn't talking to people who were in their infirmities and in love with the struggle he was talking to people who broke out of the struggle and that they were going for more so the destination was the good ground. The parable of the sower, he had some seed to sow, and he had a destination. And we know that the seed is the word of God. And we know that God's plan for each and every one of us is good. He has a good plan for you. So as the sower went out to sow, some of the seed, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 8, fell by the wayside. So yesterday we compared that to an idea that God gives us, a word that we receive from the Lord and we do nothing with it. That falls on the wayside. It's trampled underfoot. It's devoured by the birds of the air and nothing ever comes from that. But that wasn't God's original destination for the seed. The destination was the good ground. Each and every one of us are good ground. The seed, it is the word of God, what was pre-recorded in the books of heaven regarding each and every one of us. The plan for us to impact the earth, to make a mark that cannot be erased. So then this second set of seed, it fell on stony ground. It rooted for a short time, but there, it lacked moisture. It was unable to work. It was unable to move from the position of sprouting to becoming fully mature and able to bear fruit. So we compared that to somebody who starts out excited, starts working the idea that God gave them. But because it's not happening quick enough, because they thought on their timeline or the timeline of man that it should take this amount of time, and they're despising the small beginning, and then they begin to be unfaithful with the little, because they're not yet a ruler over much. That's the stony ground. So the Bible tells us clearly, do not despise small beginnings. It tells us that the person who is ordained to be a ruler over much is the person who is faithful with the little. So we can't be, let's not be stony ground. Destination is good ground. Okay, so we're going to pick right up. Uh, we left off yesterday in Luke chapter 8, and I'm going to start back reading at verse 7. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it 
and choked it. Okay, here we go. The thorns, the cares of this world. So we're comparing the seed. It's the seed is the word of God. And we're comparing that to the ideas, to the great exploits that God has given, what he has written about the books of heaven concerning us. So this person here, when the seed's in the thorny ground, they're working hard. They're putting forth their best effort. They've been doing it a while. And, you know, there's never a time, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, there's never a time where you're not going to feel like giving up. There's going to be many times that we feel like giving up. But the fully convinced spirit man that's in us won't allow us to give up. So there's never time, we're not going to graduate to a time where we're free from feeling like giving up. We're always going to feel like giving up because it's easier to give up. The flesh wants to give up. But the spirit of God that's within us, we must become fully convinced that what we're doing is for him. What we're doing, we're serving, we're using our gifts and our talents for him to do what we were originally created to do in the earth realm. So we push past that feeling of wanting to give up and we continue to move forward because we realize if we gave up, we would be unfulfilled. (laughs) It may sound like it's easy to give up, but if you gave up, you'd be unfulfilled because you were created to do this thing. You were created to be in that flow. You were created to manifest that vision. And if you give up on it too soon, you're going to be unfulfilled. So we have to refuse the convenient place and always choose the covenant place, the good ground, the destination of which God called us to be. So the seed that falls among the thorns cares of the world. Yo, you're working so hard. You're working so hard. You're trying to learn everything that you can about it. You've been pushing it, pushing, pushing, pushing early in the morning, late at night, putting out resources, putting out the money, investing in it, doing it. And you're almost at the point of breakthrough, almost there. And the enemy is trying to choke you out so you don't get over that threshold into the place of good ground. Remember, the thorny ground was right next to the good ground. The good ground was the original intention, the the destination for the seed. But there's around on the outskirts of the good ground is the thorny ground that wants to choke you out so you don't cross over the threshold, so you don't enter in to the destination. That's the devil. He's trying to get you to stop. He's putting pressure on you, on your neck, trying to choke you out so you don't go into the fullness of what God has for you. Oh, 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 oh. John 10, 10, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so we can have life and have it more abundantly. Oh, oh, oh. We have to get the revelation. God has a good destination for me. The enemy is trying to stop me. And then we have to have this confession. I am moving forward and no power can stop me. I am moving forward and no power can stop me. All right, verse 8. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, 
He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? Okay, so the good ground produced a harvest. The good ground yielded the harvest. Notice there was no harvest. There was no return on the seed that was on the wayside. There was no return in the stony ground. There was no return when it fell amongst the thorns. The only place where there was fulfillment, where there was a return, was in the good ground. We have to get our ideas, our gifts, our talents into the good ground. So many times we're selling ourselves short. We know we may have an unction of what God created us to do, but we just feel like it's easier to just remain complacent instead of journeying out, stepping out into the deep, right? We got to go in, be willing to go into the deep because God supply is limitless. And we have to get past in order for us to access God's supply, the resources of heaven, in order for us to access that, often we got to let go of the tie of the supply of the world system. And that's a hard thing to do. If we want to be connected, if we want to flow with the resources of heaven, a lot of times we have to be willing to step out in faith to let go of the world system. And we have to tap in to God's system. The world has a financial system. The kingdom of God has a financial system. The financial system of the world tells us to hold on, keep your hand closed. (laughs) The financial system of God says release it because when you release it, when you cast your bread among the waters, it'll come back to you. The Bible says that though we sowed in tears in Psalm 126, that we're going to reap in joy. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, that remember the Lord your God, for it is him who has given you a power to be able to generate wealth, to establish his covenant as he promised to your fathers. So if just Deuteronomy 8, 18, that revelation right there, remember the Lord your God. So when we're going through adversity, when we're going through, when it, that seed seemed like it's on the wayside, it's in the stony ground, it's in the thorny ground. We have to know, remember the Lord your God. He has given you talent. He has given you an ability. He has given you resource. He has given you position. He has given you everything that you need to be able to manifest and fulfill the vision that he sent you in the earth realm to do. Remember the Lord your God. Go over your, the things you like. Go over the things you don't like. Go over the things that agitate you, aggravate you, and really drive you crazy. You know why those things aggravate you, agitate you, and really drive you crazy? Because the solution is locked up on the inside of you to be able to solve those problems that are faced in the earth. It says in Corinthians that there's great treasure in this earthen vessel. So do not continually look at the earthen vessel part of it. Unlock the great treasure that is within you. God has called you. He has called me. He has called each and every one of us. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, it was already written. It was already sanctified. You've already been set apart. You've already been ordained. So we need this good ground. We have to get to this good ground. We cannot allow our life, the things that God has given us, 
our right mind. <laughs> we can't allow these things to suffer on the wayside in the stony ground amongst thorns. We must enter into this good ground destination. So when we go down to verse 14, it says, Now the ones that fell, oh, excuse me, verse 15, But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, Keep it and bear fruit with patience. I want to encourage you on this morning, bear fruit with patience. Do not give up on your dream. It's going to happen. It's closer than you think. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321 321- 638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You are listening to today's Modern Worship here in Brevard County, 91.5 FM, WMIE. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath. We're so glad that you've tuned in today. My name is Christian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and we're so glad to have you along. We call this our drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. It is the format of Morning Breath, what we do, and this is like coming up on 20 years we've been doing this, is we take a chapter of the Bible, we read it the night before, Then we read it again the next morning, and we get together at the studio here at our East Coast location, and we just kind of read through the chapter out loud and see what God speaks to us. It's really fun. It's kind of like you get to experience us going through a Bible study together. So just picture like you're hanging out in the living room or at a coffee shop or doing life with us and getting to hear the thoughts that pop into our head. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're like, whoa, where did that come from? So today, my co-host is Isaac Eberts, so glad to have you on the program with me today. How are you Thanks doing, Isaac? For, oh, I'm doing great. Two times in one month. I'm yeah, feeling that's blessed. cool. You guys got me last week, and I'm yeah. honored to be back that's this awesome. week. That's awesome. You did a great job. And honestly, we'll tell you guys, Hebrews 11, a little easier to talk about than Hebrews oh, 7. Yeah. Way, yeah. way easier. Let's test you. Who did we read about last time in Hebrews 7? Melchizedek. Good job. You did Melchizedek. A, <laughs> Melchizedek, yep. Good job there. So youth ministry. It's funny. We like, actually a good one. had a small group at a, for TNT, yeah. we had an improv small group. Yep. And uh, we actually went over Hebrews 7. This was after wow. we did on Morning Breath. And all of the kids, it was so Had funny. a really fun time with the names. Yeah, they were, they were like, I'm so confused by this chapter. It is a tough <laughs> one if you're not used to it. But that's what's cool is that you get to kind of just be a part of a, a Bible study and be like, hey, what are they talking about? And what do you what I hear about it? Yeah, so, I 